Hey, my man. Champion. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I, 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 you got your bottle in the background. I got my bottle in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. <laughs> At the back, still. <laughs> uh, do you, but I have to ask, do you have a favorite cuvee? Is there one you like? Uh, actually, like all of it. Actually, uh -huh. like, yeah, I like your stuff. It's, it's, it's crazy. First of all, it's an honor to be talking to you right now. I mean, crazy. When I, when I got the news that I'll be talking to you, I felt like, okay, this is good news. This is big for me as well. So, oh, uh, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. So, so yeah. you know. Uh, so you know who I am, or more importantly, your fans. Um, I'm Brett Barish. Mm -hmm. I own a, a wine and spirits company. My brands, Bel Air, Bamboo, yeah. McQueen, Vion, Past Brands, Ace, and, yeah. and Ducey. Um, Queen, Comina MP, I, I get to interview all sorts of people. Uh, musicians, mm -hmm. business people, celebrities, artists, uh, actors, actresses. Um, yesterday I was in doing an interview in Tanzania. Uh, I got an upcoming interview in Ghana again with uh, Kwesi Arthur, who you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I love hearing what I call the self-made side, which is, you know, the struggle. You know, people look at you today and Jesus, he's famous, he's successful, but yeah. they don't see the hard part of getting there. Yeah. So what is, what does self-made mean to you? Okay, so uh, to me, I feel like um, being able to compose yourself and then do what you feel like doing, putting things together to be able to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. What do you think the hardest part of being able to do that is? Uh, the hardest part is, um, I mean, for me personally, the at the point where I felt like this is getting difficult and difficult was when I wasn't able to uh, work with other producers. Like I didn't get a chance to work with people who were already in the game, like producers. Yeah, so that was, that was where I had issues with. And then when I finally got the chance to be able to record my song. To listen to it, like, to get a large number of people to listen to my songs. That was actually another problem that I was facing, but you know, God is good. Yeah, they're here now. Is it, but is it, be, is it what finding the producers because they didn't believe in you? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, because they didn't believe that it was gonna work. Because normally you need to like pay to be recorded, you need to pay for beats, you need to pay to record it so you can have like a song or two. And then I didn't have money to pay for studio sessions and then all of that, so that was like. A big problem for me to, I mean, concerning my career and all of that. Yeah, and then nobody <laughs> wanted to pay for you. I mean, they need to know, they need to know if this is really gonna work or if they are gonna get something back before they can like put their money in there to help you to. Well, and this was this is before you're famous. This is before yeah, you're anybody. Way, way, way back. So, do you remember who the first producer was to to agree to work with you?
from my hometown. This guy from my hometown. His name is Under Under Beat. So he's actually the first producer who agreed to work with me. But he agreed to work with me because he found out that I I could produce my own beat as well. I mean, um, during the time when I I wasn't able to get people to help me to produce and all of that, I had to learn on my own. So the guy under beats found out that I know how to make beats right now. So he makes me come to his studio. So we make beats together so he can benefit from me producing beats for him, for his other artists as well. That was when I got a chance to record my own songs for free. It's almost as if you've got to trade with him almost, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. When people, and that's the hardest part about trying to do something on your own is the rejection side. Were you ever at the point where, you know what, I I, I can't do, I can't, I shouldn't do music anymore? Did you ever face that? (sighs) Actually, yeah, I did. It got to a point where my mom wanted me to be in school. And then the music wasn't really working for me. Like I was moving from studios to studios and then it wasn't really working. I had to be a producer to be able to like feed myself, to like make beats for other people, record other people. So I get paid so I can feed myself. So it got got to a point, I didn't want to sing or rap no more. I just wanted to make beats for people and then make a living for myself. And then my mom wanted me to be in school my parents worked hard to put me back in school. And then, I mean, I wanted to do the music. And then the school actually got hard as well for me. So I was like, nah, if I can't be in school because there's no money for school, then I have to go out there and then keep doing my thing. And then see where Was that a difficult thing to give up school and, get, and basically everyone telling you what to do and just commit to your craft? Mm, it was it was really hard for me because I loved music. I loved music a lot. I wanted to be out there and make good music. I wanted to like uh, let people. I wanted to be heard by the people. But I mean, it was so difficult. And then since my mom wanted me to be in school, I didn't have a choice. I had to tell it. Okay, mom wants me to be in school. She's the one paying for my fees. So let's do this. Let's do school for some time. And then. Yeah, it was but really you hard. But you didn't finish, right? Didn't you drop out? No, nah, no, nah, I dropped out, actually. I dropped out because there was no more money. And then I felt like I was stressing too much. Concerning, like, there was too much, like, uh, I need to, like, steady, 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 steady this, steady that, steady this. <laughs> Plus, I wanted to do music. Plus, financially, things were not going too good for me and my family so i was like nah yo i'm not i think i'm not gonna do this no more so i spoke to my mom i was like mom this is what i've decided on doing i don't want to do this anymore i I felt like she was paying too much money to keep me in school and then i was getting a lot of like f's i was failing in a couple of subjects so i was like damn then i have to do my music i have to what did you how did she react when you told her that she didn't, she didn't like it. She didn't like it. First of all, some African parents feel like if you want to do music, um, there should be a process. At least you should be able to like finish school. And it's not really, really 
attempt to be like a, like a very, very good thing for like our parents. They feel like, okay, if you're a rapper, then it means you're, uh, should I say like, you're stubborn, like uh, vagabond, like <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. And then they want us to be in school and then become like, like the doctors, the yeah, 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 yeah. the lawyers yep. and all of that. So she really didn't have a, I mean, she didn't want me to do the music. She had a problem with that. But my dad was like, hundred percent in support because my dad used to sing my songs. He I I do remember one day he was telling my mom that um if this is what I really want to do he should give me the chance and she should give me the chance to do my music. So yeah. <laughs> did, did, um did you need that moment basically to you know what? It's almost like there's so much pressure Okay, I'm gonna let it all go and just focus now. Because that I'll give you an example. That's what happened with me where I had so many ideas and I didn't focus mm -hmm. on anything. Therefore I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? But well, once I chose right. one thing, I'm done. I'm good now. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I felt the same way. I felt the same way as well. I mean, growing up I felt like I could do a lot of things because I saw myself to be playing football. I saw myself to be doing arts like drawing and painting and stuff like that. But as time went on, everything just changed. And I was like, yo, I need to focus on this music career. And then I feel like this is what's going to take me to where I want to be. So who was way. it? Who, 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 who did you look up to in music, whether it's in Ghana or outside in, yeah. in Africa or in the U.S.? Who were your inspirations? Okay, so growing up, I used to listen to people like Kaukase, big shouts to Kaukase, uh, Sarkodie, Satawale Stoneboy. And then there was this, my uncle, but he's very young, my mom's kid brother. He used to do music back then. Like I was little and then he used to do music. He comes home with his CDs, demo. And then I listened to some of the songs and I feel like, okay, so I, I used to like learn like I used to rap like my uncle and then it kept going. And then I remember uh, when I was in uh, junior high school, I wrote my first rap and I thought, like, okay, I can be a rapper. <laughs> I got Why did you think school. you could do it? Why did you think you could do it? Because I was able to put down lyrics, rhymes, and then it sounded like a rap for me. And I was way little, so I felt like, okay, as time as time goes on, I'm gonna get better at this, and then I could do this. So, did, did you learn everything just by? Uh, did you study it, or is just you just learned on your own? I just learned on my own, listening to more music. Yep. And then seeing people rap and sing on TV, it gave me that. It gave me that energy. Like, I always wanted to be like the people I used to see on TV, the people I used to hear on the radio and in the speakers everywhere. So I think these things pushed me to, like, do what I wanted to do. Like, yeah. And then in high school, I met a lot of people who were also doing music as well. So in my classrooms, I had, I had like, few rappers. When they are rapping, I feel like, yeah, I can do this. I did this before, so I can try and then I would try, and then it would sound good to the people. And then they'd be like, yo, Charlie, you're good, you're good. So these things came together, and then it pushed me to 
do what I'm doing. What was the first big hit you had? Uh, it's called Yassia Day. That was my first hit. My Did first you think it song. was going to be a hit? No, I never thought it was going to be a hit song because I actually, me and then Bishops the Young C, we, we, we used to be a group and we used to like sing and rap and all of that. So we came up with our song and then I produced the beat and everything. But I felt like, no. We actually had a sound like an old song, like an old high life, like way back. Uh, the people who used to do high life way, way, way back. It sounded like a high life song, an old song. So I was like, nah, this is not what the people are doing right now. Right now, the people are doing like fast songs, like hip life, other stuff. So maybe I should forget about it. And then I think a year after... Young T came to my studio, and then I was like, yo, you remember this? I made a beat for it. Let's record a song. We recorded a song. Crazy Atta had a song, and then he wanted to be on the song. And then we put it out, and then amazingly, like, everybody was messing with the song. Everybody liked the song, and then I felt like it was a blessing to my life because I never really thought. What do, you, what do you take away from the fact that you didn't think that was going to be a hit. Like, d does it make you feel confident? You know, not confident. Does it make you feel like I got to just let stuff go because you never know? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I actually live my life. I feel like I just need to do what I, I'm supposed to do, what I want to do. And then things will just come together and then work out. Like, I need to work hard and then do everything like I'm supposed to. And then things are going to work out. Because back in the days, like, if I record a song, I upload it on SoundCloud and then I'll get like two or three people to listen to my song. It wasn't easy. So I felt like even if I record a song, who's going to listen to the song? Like, and we tried and then it started getting attention. And then big shouts to Ground Up Charlie. So Ground Up Charlie, uh, they are the people I work with. It's like a movement. Yeah. So they saw a video of mine on Twitter. And then they hit me up and said I should come to the studio to produce beats for Crazy Arthur. And then I played Riasia there, and then they had a song like, let's do a remix. They put their energy into the song, and then it became one of the biggest songs in Ghana. Yeah. Do, 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 um, in many ways, when you think back, if you were to tell up-and-coming artists... You know what, if you, if you can't break in with your own music right now, start producing, start creating beats for other people because at least mm. it's a way in. Do you mm. know what I mean? Wait, come again? Would you tell young artists today that yeah. even if they can't make it right away singing, if they add value, for example, producing beats for others, that's just as good to start that way? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel, okay, I wouldn't say necessarily like, you need to like learn how to make beats and then make beats for people and then it's going to help you. I feel like whatever you feel like you want to do, like that energy, if, if you have a zeal for it, you just need to keep doing it. Like, because you're going to face plenty of challenges, like a lot of challenges, like the parents telling you to yep. study. Yep. You're, you're making noise. Why are you rapping? Why are you working with these boys? Why are you here? Why do you go out? You get me? Things like that. I mean, we need to listen to our parents, but I feel like in a way we can still keep doing what we want to do. We can find another way 
and then obey our parents and still do what we want to do and then achieve what we want to achieve. Did you ever, did you ever have thoughts of giving up? <sighs> yes. There was this particular time. I, I used to work in this studio. Uh, the studio was for one, one of my friends and then he knew that I had a passion for music and then making beats as well. So he handed the studio over to me to like produce for other people, make money, and then we share the money, right? So we worked together for like a year. And then after a year, <laughs> the studio got burnt, like fire everywhere. And then we lost everything in the studio, including the songs I had recorded back, back in the days, my files, everything that my money that have saved everything. So I was like, nah, maybe I should stop it's this. It's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah. Because um, I remember after after I dropped out of school, I had a chance to... A primary school. I had a chance to go teach in a primary school, but <laughs> it was a, a little very difficult. I felt like I didn't see myself to be a teacher to be teaching people in the primary school, like, would I be able to do it? But I, 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 that was the only thing I could have done to feed myself and my family. Studio got burnt. I felt like, okay, maybe I should go back to the school and then teach this kids. Maybe I'm going to get, like, a few money to feed myself. And then... And what, what kept you going? Ground up, Charlie. Ground up, Charlie. I knew I had a time I had reacted and reacted and was out doing good, but it wasn't big. And then I felt like okay, I have one song out already, and then I think I have another song in the studio with Chrissy Arthur. So maybe I should just hold on and then keep doing what I'm supposed to do. So Ground Up Charlie accepted me in the studio. I used to I finally got a place to lay my head in ground up studios and then we kept going and then the people around me Kusiata, Twitch, Kofimole, Keso, all these people when they come to the studio the energy they give makes you feel like yo you can do anything a reason to like you don't need to stop no yeah. more like keep going you're gonna win and then yeah I kept going do, do you think that's important to feed off other people's energy, other people's success? You don't, it, it, meaning it drives you? Say again, please. Do, do you think it helps to have other people's energy like that yeah. drive you? Yeah. Me, me personally, I feel like I get a lot of good energy from the people around me. So I love me like, even if it's, it's, it's not too good like the energy is not too good i feel like there's something i can get like this this kind of energy i can get and then it would influence my lifestyle my career or whatever so people around me really they really do much for me like, <laughs> really do you do remember much. do you remember the first time you were on stage perform in a performance uh yeah i remember the first time i was on stage that was in the high school in high school that was my first time performing on stage. Did the you like was, it? Yeah, the car was crazy. I remember having like a big backpack on my back, having like food in there because I was in a single cell school. It's a boys' school, and then everything 
that I needed for school was in my backpack. And then I was on stage. It was so damn heavy. I was on stage performing. And then the fans were like, I was amazed. Like, I didn't know they were going to like what I was doing. I just came on stage and then opened my mouth and then started singing anything I had in my head. Was it your own song or someone else's? No, it was actually not a song. It was like, um, I wrote like 16 bars because I knew there was... So what happens is in Ghana, the high schools, they have like, a, like every Saturday, they have like um, maybe like a movie show, like a, a variety show. So it was a variety show on one Saturday. So on the Friday, I felt like, okay, tomorrow is Saturday. We have a variety show. Let me write 16 bars and see if I can go on stage and then rap it to the people and then i did and i started rapping and then the people were like yo 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 did, did, did your did your did you did your friends know you could rap they they had an idea they had an idea the people in my classroom had an idea that i'm a rapper a fancy rapper and then i was good at what i i do so but they never saw me doing anything like on stage and then, you know, when you're singing or rapping on stage, it's different. Like, the energy, the craft and everything. Like, the whole art. So, the people loved it. And then, I felt like, yo, I think this is where it's all started. Like, this is where it begins. I have to keep going. I think every Saturday, I need to write 16 bars and then come on stage and then do that same thing. It was amazing. Do, do you remember the first time you heard yourself on the radio? The first time I had myself on the radio, I actually paid to be on the radio for an interview. Yep. So uh, you paid. So hold on, hold on. You paid somebody else to interview you. Yeah, I paid someone to help me to get into a particular radio station interview. <laughs> yeah, because because all that time nobody knew me, and then that was one of the biggest yep. radio stations in Ghana. So I wanted to be on there so bad. So I was ready to like gather every resource, everything that I need to put in there to be able to be on that radio station. And then the person I was talking to gave me this amount of money. I felt like this is too big. But yo, am I allowed to use the F word? Fuck it. Yes, yes, okay. yes. I had to, I had to gather all the money I needed. And then I gave it to the guy he made me come to and then I felt like a superstar already. It was it was smart. It was smart. What's the biggest satisfaction you've had to date in your career? What's the thing that makes the biggest, you the most happy? The, yeah. That makes me what? Most happy about your career. What's been the biggest satisfaction? Most, oh. Okay, so anytime... I love to perform. Like, I really love to be on stage to perform to the people. Yeah, so anytime I'm on stage, my song, it feels too good. Like, it feels very good. Like, very, very good. And then anytime I release a new song, it's actually something. It feels like, it feels like it's your birthday. Like, you just released a new song and then yeah, so I'll talk about being on stage, performing for my people, and then releasing new songs. Feels really, really nice. 
what do you think? What do you, all your fans, you got 800,000 followers on Instagram. What do they all have in common when it comes to you? Uh, what do they have in common? Uh, I feel they like my, they like my style. They like the kind of sound I produce. And then maybe my lifestyle, like in general, the way I, um, um, yeah, I think, uh, and then I think as well, because I have like a lot of party songs, songs that will make you want to dance and then be happy. So I'll talk about that as well. Yeah. Who, who, um, you've got new music coming, right? Say again. You have new music coming, right? Yeah, I have new music coming like uh, next month. Is it a full album? Okay, so, no, I'm releasing a new single this month and then another okay. single next month and then the album would come next month as well. Yeah, the full Got album. Yep. Any, any collabs you can mention? Okay. Sorry, everybody, hold on. Like, I would say that I would want to surprise my people with a more of the features. So, yep. Yep. Is there anybody, whether it's within Ghana, outside Ghana, Africa, in the U.S., that you'd love to work with? Yeah. I would, I would love to work with people like uh first of all i'd mention whiskey i'd yeah. mention sakodia stoneboy shatawale davido kwesi ata still um drake uh, i love tory lanes i yeah. love i love thames as well i love uh yep. nasty c a lot actually i like to listen to good music so anytime i hear good music i feel like i mean I can probably be in there or I can have this person be on my song. So, hello. Is, is uh, given COVID and given your love to perform, what are you most looking forward to when this is all over? <sighs> I actually can't wait to go on stage. I can't wait to be traveling across the world to perform for the people who love my music, to introduce my sound to other people around the world and everywhere. I can't wait seriously like yeah so that's what i'm really looking out for do you have any big goals anything you want to accomplish going forward okay so um first of all i would say i would i would want to be able to uh, be successful with everything that i do everything that i put my energy in there i mean because um I, I, I want to be heard. Like, I really want to be heard. I want to make a lot of money. I want to make my people proud, the people who believe in me. I want to make them very proud. I want to make my family proud and rich as well. There's a lot. I just want to be successful. I just want to be successful. 
Um, so I, 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 I have a, I'm interviewing Kwesi maybe in a week or so. What's one question I should ask him? Oh, hold on, everybody. Can you hear me? Maybe that's. Hold on, everybody. Yeah. I can hear you, actually. So, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear oh, you. I'm interviewing Kwesi. What's one question you, I should ask him? Hold on, everybody. Just a connection. I can hear you loud and clear still. Oh, that's that's okay. So as I was saying, I, I have an interview, I have an interview in Kwesi coming up. What's one question you want me to ask him? <laughs> okay, so uh, I think you should ask him how how he comes up with all these good melodies and then how what keeps him what keeps him to do what he's doing like you get me because sometimes i listen to his sound and then feel like like what kind of songs is he listening to like what makes him do what he does so i think if you should ask him a question like that i'd be proud to know the answer so i'll ask you the same question where do you get your inspiration <laughs> okay like I say, okay. So first of all, I I like to I like to um, I I I get my energy. I put my energy from like the people around me. Like I say, and then I like to like go out and then see people dancing. Just that people dancing. Yep. I want to see someone people dancing and then happy. It gives me like a lot of energy. A lot of yeah. Because I I remember a couple of songs I recorded from. Um, like going out and then seeing people chilling, dancing, happy. And then I come back and I feel like, yo, I'm in the mood. I want to make music for people yep, to be you happy. You need that energy. You need that exactly. energy. Exactly. And then I like to drink as well. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. So, cheers. Kameen MP, what do you want to ask me? Ask me one question. Ha 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 ha. So, so, how did you even do this? Like, how did you do it? Like, did you have like people to hold you down? People to, uh, like investors and then other people who saw what you wanted to do and then they wanted to like bring money or anything like that to like. It, it's, it, it started out with my own money. And guess what? It didn't work and I lost it. <laughs> and then I had to raise money from investors and it again didn't work. And they it didn't, didn't believe in it. They, it like well, the money it, from investors, it didn't work as well. It didn't work yet. Wow. And then I put more money in and it started to work. It started to work. Um, so why, didn't but, you, why didn't you give up? Because I feel like uh, you put in your money, like the first money you put in there and then it didn't work. Plus, you took money from other people, investors. I'm sure these investors probably were looking out for like gain, getting like uh, profits or. Oh, they were pissed. They were exactly. pissed. Exactly. So, how would you like 
have all of that and then still want to like do more because I, for me, it was my greatest success was the moment that I realized I didn't care about the money. It wasn't about the money. I just loved what I was doing. And I think had I not had that experience, I don't think I would be here today. Meaning if you make it just about the money, it doesn't work. You got to love what you do. And from that moment, Kamina, from that moment, it's been great. And that's been, you know, 16, 17 years of, of it's been great. <laughs> 16, 17 years. That's like, that's like, so wait, when was, when was that time that you felt like, oh, okay, so finally we are here. Finally we are doing this. Well, well, there were two moments. One was the moment where I enjoyed what I was doing, but I wasn't successful. You know what I mean? <laughs> Meaning it's not like I could point to anything and I was just happy. Like I could, yeah, I was happy. You're happy you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. Success, yeah. success, you know, financial success or brand success came maybe a couple of years later, but it was getting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep growing and keep getting there and keep getting there. Um, but that was, that was it. Like, you know, and mm. then, and then it was, uh, you know, it's everything's a stepping stone. Like if you can get a little bit bigger, if you've got another yeah. hit song, it allows you to have more money to be able to do an, another level. Yeah. And then yeah. another song will get you to another level. You know, like yeah. that's the goal. Just keep rising. Mm -hmm. You're going to yeah. come down a little bit, but you got to keep rising. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, I was, I was talking to one of my friends uh, two days ago and then he asked me, what do I really like what well, I'm, I might really scared of, and I'm like, it's really scary to like fail. I mean, even though you need to go through that process, you need to fail maybe once, twice, three times, and then learn from all of that, and then be able to come back really strong. But it's still scary. Like, <laughs> so, 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 whenever I'm doing anything, I have, I have this in mind that yo this should come out real good like i have to put all my energy in yep. there exactly well, I, I think the, the other thing i will say is i think that my success is also based on constantly changing constantly evolving constantly learning constantly if i make a mistake i quickly fix it you know yeah. you know yeah. and and move on to something else try something different try something new you know constantly um, but that's why I love interviewing artists because they're you're an individual. You've got your own yeah. ideas, and if you're not yeah. if you're not confident in what you're putting out there, it's not going to work. You yeah. know, you got to yeah, believe in it. That's true. That's true. And then, and like you were saying, you're talking about levels. I remember the first time I had a message from Ground Up Charlie on Twitter. I was the happiest person. Yep. It, I felt like, yo, this is big for me. And then I finally got a chance to meet Ground Up Charlie. They put me on. I met other bigger people. Yep. And then it kept going. And then now yep. I'm even talking to you. I never really thought about it, but it's happening. Like the CEO, like the whole yep. idea behind the letter, that's crazy. And then it's, you just got to keep going up the ladder. Yeah, that's the going. key. You got to, you know, and, and to this day, and to this day, and it's going to be the same for everybody. Yeah. People are always going to question you, always going to doubt you, always not going to believe 
then you know the next brand the next song the next album the next video it's always going to be there but that's what yeah. drives me because i just want to fuck them <laughs> i mean if 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 my mom knew who you are She'd be very proud of me by now. I mean, I'm still gonna go ahead and tell you. Is she proud of you? When when do you think she was proud of you? When she saw me on TV, the first time she saw yeah. me on TV. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Even around that time, I wasn't big. Like I wasn't really known. It was just it was. I think it was a birthday party, and then one of my friends invited me over, and then I had a chance to perform at a birthday party. There was other big stars. And then it was shown on TV. And then my mom saw that. I was like, yo. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And you remember yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, Kumin MP, I love you. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you very and much. Letting, letting me here and my fans and my audience uh, and our ambassadors hear your story. Um, keep driving. Keep, keep, keep driving. Keep going. Don't stop. You got Thank a lot you. to share. Uh, anything I can do for you and, 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 and what your efforts, please ask. And uh, one day I'll get to Ghana and we'll meet in person, all right? Yeah, I'm actually going to ask you to give me more bottles right now. I have to. I need more. And, and <laughs> as Rick Ross says, too easy. Too, <laughs> too easy. <laughs> too easy. Yeah, I got your back. Yeah. Yeah, anything you need, always ask, all right? Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I mean, thank I actually everybody. have a box. I actually have a box, like a box, like two boxes, and then bless Keep you. them out. Keep showcasing them. <laughs> and then bless drink you. them, all right? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Take care. All right. See you. Bye, sir.